Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. You know, I, I, I was thinking about what to do for the opening for our episode, and I was thinking, Pat Oswalt, maybe I'll do like a super long, random nerd monologue filled with references to everything. But nothing's ever going to live up to that crazy monologue he did during that Parks and Rec episode that he was in. So just watch that, and then pretend I did that, <laughs> and then we can start talking about MODOK, which is uh, starring Pat Oswalt. Because Patton Oswalt is a huge nerd. Gigantic nerd. Perfect um, for still throwing into any like Marvel stuff. Yes, he also uh, co-wrote the pilot and wrote another episode. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. So the series, which, by the way, uh, on executive producers... Oh, he's actually an executive producer as well, but so is Seth Green. So... Okay. It's basically that robot makes chicken. Sense that it's basically robot chicken. Yeah. Uh it's the exact same style, the claymation, very adult. Well, it's because the people who do the animation are the people who do the animation for robot chicken. Right. I mean, so, I didn't think uh, yeah, whatever. It's identical. It's I mean, liter- it it just felt like a very extended robot chicken like instead of doing like a clip or they might make fun of Modoc, they just turn it into an episode. Yeah, and there's a 10-episode season. They dropped it all today as of this recording, May 21st, on Hulu. When did Disney buy Hulu? Was that back in 2019? It was part of the Fox purchase, I think. Okay. I think Fox this, owned Hulu. This, this series was announced in February 2019. Along with Hitmonkey, Tigra and Dazzler, and Howard the Duck. And there was supposed to be a big crossover between those called The Offenders. Uh, did that get canceled? All of them got canceled except Modoc. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Hitmonkey is also apparently still planned. I have no idea what the hell Hitmonkey is. Well, I, before this, I didn't know what Modoc was, so... Yeah, it's kind of the weird, like, based off of what you said from where Modoc takes place in the comics, it seems like it's a really, like, when the comic writers get high as shit and envision the craziest universe they possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we're, we're starting to hit points of Marvel hitting things that I know nothing they're about. They're reaching. They're reaching a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, this was fine, because it's obviously totally separate. It's on Hulu. It's you know, claymation, it's it's nothing to do with anything else. Oh yeah, it's totally non-canon. But uh, I like I I assume the character of Modoc even in the comics is a joke kind of character, which is why they made the I mean, show it's as a it is. Floating giant head. Like Yeah. What? I can't imagine that being like a very serious evil character. No. But that's not to say that the show 
like has a negative qualities. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, it, it was kind of jam packed with psych gags and jokes, though. So some random like nerd uh, references to Marvel and stuff too that I liked. Quick, quick, tiny jokes. The random yeah, one that bunch I just of... remember right now is Fing Fang Farm to Table, which still is making me laugh because it's such a stupidly good name for a restaurant. There's a lot of random random jokes. I mean, there was a joke within the first minute that made us both laugh out loud. Yeah. And a lot of interesting actors, Patton Oswalt being the most prominent. Ben Schwartz is his 12-year-old son, which is <laughs> as weird as it sounds, because Ben Schwartz doesn't sound like a kid. Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine-Nine as his 17-year-old daughter. John Hamm is Iron Man. Uh, there's just random, random stuff going on there. Why? Why does John Hamm just randomly pop up as a voice actor in random animated series now? He's got a good voice. I mean, you know, it works. I guess, but like, I figured when they, of course, it wasn't going to be like uh, RDJ, but I thought it would just be a random voice actor. But I didn't expect it to be John Hamm. That threw me off a little bit. So anyway, the series, Modoc is this super villain. He has his own company. The company's going into bankruptcy and is being acquired by this tech company. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, very... it's basically like, I think it's like Google meets Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, a very corporate liberal tech company. That acquires a supervillain's company. I mean, technically, AIM Labs is a legit company. They just happen to be led by somebody who's a supervillain. They make a bunch of supervillain stuff. They make freaking rat dogs so, or whatever that was. So they're a technology company just with the wrong direction. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of a weird premise as well because it's kind of dealing with like family drama and this guy's midlife crisis and losing his company but he's a super villain yeah uh, i wasn't expecting the family bits and i don't even know if, that is, if that's a thing like does modak in the comics have like a I, family i doubt it i really doubt it he's an engineered yeah. head i mean they normally don't really humanize many of the char- uh, the villains. So to take one that's that bizarre and try to humanize them that much... Would well, I mean, be... he's a human that got mutated and then you know became I mean. a giant floating head. Yeah, it's still weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, the weirdest part is that his daughter is literally also a giant floating head. Right, why did his, his daughter, like, inherit that and his son didn't. I don't know, but the son is just normal. It was I, I like Ben Schwartz being the son because it's so it random. It was just so jarring because you <laughs> said Ben Schwartz was in it and we were like waiting to see who it was and it's this 12-year-old kid and it's like, what? <laughs> when he was walking around and was he calling himself a Jewish king? I don't know. Something like <laughs> it's, that, yeah. it's, it's funny. It's a really funny show. Constantly like throwing out jokes. I don't know if you do you think like the family dynamics going to be like a big thing along with 
kind of like a yes the the, plot like the the synopsis of the show includes begins to deal with his tainting family while facing a midlife crisis it's at least what it is on wikipedia maybe that's not totally accurate but like midlife crisis and dealing with family issue and the end of the first episode is like a big not cliffhanger but like a you know what i mean it's gonna it's absolutely gonna bleed through the whole season Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't expect this. This isn't like one-off random episodes. Like, there's, there's an overarching storyline that's Well, especially because they released it all at once. And it seems to have been written that way. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Surprising to me. How many uh, critic reviews, though? 18. That's still a good amount. Yeah, that is surprising. I actually really like this quote, so I'm going to read it. Sure. Though its tendency toward too muchness may test some viewers' patience, slick stop motion, a killer voice cast, and a seemingly endless well of jokes make Modoc an entertainingly chaotic diversion. That's basically what it is. It's a jokey diversion from your normal superhero stuff. Yeah. The one thing, the like I said, it was like filled to the brim with constant jokes, and I was wondering if that was going to be something they could keep up for all the episodes. Like, how many random jokes can they just like stuff in there? Like, I, I it like it works in like the robot chicken thing because they constantly change to like a new setting and like new characters, and then do a small clip of jokes. I didn't expect it to work for like a just a series set on, like, one person. I mean, it still jumps around. Like, the story wasn't that cohesive. You know what I mean? Like, he has all these little plots, and they kind of jump between them, and it's not like, yeah, there's a central theme of he's losing his company and family, but that's kind of it. There's not, like, a solid story. So, I don't know. I mean, we didn't jump into a second episode. I honestly don't know that I'll watch more of it. It was funny, but to me, it's a little weird. I don't know. I'm just not super, like, intrigued by it like I am by so many other shows. And I'd kind of rather just move on to another show. Yeah, I mean, it had the same kind of feeling as Robot Chicken to me, where I don't, like, sit there and watch a bunch of episodes of Robot Chicken. I'll maybe like watch an episode and laugh for a bit. Right, like this will so sit on Hulu kind of and eventually, if I don't have something to watch, I'll throw an episode or two on. That's yeah, kind of that, that's how be. I felt about it too. Like, I, I mean, I even said like I think like five minutes into the episode, like, what the hell is this show? Was the feeling I got about it like it was kind of way over the top, and it's funny, but I had the same feeling at the end of it. It's like I didn't necessarily want to just jump into the next episode. But I, I do feel like I will at some point just watch another episode. Just don't know when. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of ads for this in the last few days. I don't see ads. Well, okay, fine. That's what happens when you constantly have ad block. Um, <laughs> all, all the ad block extensions. It just feels weird that they're pumping up this series that much. I guess there's maybe not a lot going on right now is kind of the main thing, right? I mean, what else is coming out? Like, we were kind of 
searching for stuff last week. We knew this was coming up, and we were like, all right, we'll do this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the next Marvel thing that that's coming out is going to be Loki, but I don't think that's for another couple of what's weeks the, at least. What's, uh, yeah, it was June. Yeah, I'm guessing that's the next Disney thing as well. I don't think there's anything else really Disney. There's no Star Wars or anything coming up soon. Has Hulu always been dump all of the episodes at once for its shows? I don't know. We don't really review a bunch of Hulu stuff because they never really seem to make new shows that often. Um, I think it, it was. I think when we did, what was that, like, random one that we thought was going to be cooler than it turned out to be? Reprisal or something? I think all I the still like our version of Reprisal. Yeah, I mean, I still like our version, It's too. also weirdly one of our most listened to episodes, which, if you've watched the show, like, our episode makes no sense, probably. <laughs> We thought there was so much substance to that I show. I mean, it could have been a much exist. deeper show. Just saying. Yeah. We could write for it. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just a little odd to me that Hulu, being owned by Disney, is dumping all of their episodes at once, but everything on Disney Plus is one week at a time. And maybe that's intentional because, you know, they don't want this to interfere with Loki, and they're just kind of releasing it, so... Uh, yeah, I think it's just like release it, dump it, get another way. Kind but of... I feel like this is one of the less bingeable shows out there. Like we said, we don't want to watch it all right away. We'll maybe jump into it. If this was once a week, maybe I would watch it every week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that would work for me either. Just because it, it didn't have the same kind of like, I want to watch the next episode to find out what's happening kind of feel that like, the Disney Plus Marvel uh, shows have had. So I don't think that would have worked either. But Plus, uh, I mean, they're they're kind of treating this like the what, red-headed stepchild, right? Like, they, they threw it on Hulu instead of Disney Plus, and we're like, all right, here's just a random, kind of more adult joke thing. Uh, honestly, I think that's it. I think it's because it's adult that it's on Hulu. I, I, I don't think there's much more decision to it than that. I mean, yeah, it's not as big as any of the other Marvel shows. It's not never going to be. But I really think they wanted to allow the show to be more adult humor, and they weren't going to put that on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of funny, though. Like, we have a different version of Disney+, Plus here, than they do, like, outside of the U.S. Outside of the U.S., I think a lot of the Hulu stuff ends up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I've heard that. And there was like a big add-on to Disney Plus or something that was released within like the last six months. Mm, I don't know about that part. It's like a different service or something, but it's attached. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of in agreement. The show is streamable. Like the first episode is very good and very funny, but it's definitely not bingeable. And like watch the first episode, you'll laugh. It's funny, but... You know, don't go out and get a Hulu subscription for it, I think. kind of. Yeah, like, we can't even really recommend this show in terms of, like, jump onto, like, a Hulu free trial and just binge it, because we wouldn't want to binge it. This is more like an in-moderation type show. Like, can't pick it up every so often. I I mean, that's kind of what what Hulu has become for me. Like, there's shows like Scrubs and other stuff on it, so it's like, I got nothing else to watch, let's throw on a random show on hulu that's kind of all hulu is for me yeah and i mean i don't use hulu whatever at all. it is 
four dollars a month, that's fine for me. I guess. I mean, I literally all, never use Hulu. Like even Scrubs, like I, I happen to own it. Maybe if I didn't own it, I'd use it. But it has. I think out of all the streaming services, it seems to have the lowest value to me. Well, I mean, it literally has the lowest value. You pay the least. So. <laughs> I, I guess. And I think I think Apple is also like what five bucks a month. Is, is Hulu actually four or is it five? I don't know. I, I pay with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus as a bundle, which is still cheaper than Netflix, so I'm happy for that. Yeah, I think Netflix is the most overpriced one for its quality of stuff now. But yeah, Hulu is like that one streaming service you can kind of just live without having a subscription to. At least the other ones have like a value proposition of like, oh, this is new, cool, original stuff. I guess if you're into, um, what's that one show? Uh, the Handmaid's Tale? Like that's that's one reason to have a Hulu subscription. And I can't think of any other reason to. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, it's just Hulu has all this random stuff. I mean, did you realize Archer, Family Guy, uh, Bob's Burgers, The League, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother? These are all on Hulu. Like, okay. Hulu, Hulu is the rerun streaming service, basically. I <laughs> see. Okay. There's some level of value to that, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's some things that I throw on, but I, like most of the sitcoms that I have is like the throw in the background type things. I've already just bought, so I don't, I don't, I don't have that like same thing. But I, I can see how that that would appeal to the average person. Who probably doesn't go buy whole series runs of sitcoms to just have Hulu to, to watch those. I don't know. So, that, and the fact that it's just bundled with the Disney Plus and ESPN Plus are probably the only reason why I still have it. Uh, I assume the bundle is probably the only reason you actually probably have it. I don't think you'd go out and just get it if you just wanted to watch the reruns of these shows. Mm, maybe. I mean, I throw it on like once a week, maybe. Hmm. Boss well, level was good. There, I mean, you know, yeah, they seem to think... be picking it up a little bit since the Disney acquisition because. Yeah, but Boss Level was also kind of random. It wasn't originally supposed to come to Hulu. It was supposed to actually be a movie that came to theaters and had a really random production thing that happened that got it on there. Whatever. Still, it 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 was here. They they you know made the effort to go and get it. So I guess. Well, I will admit. Well, what was that other one? The um, Palm Springs. That wasn't bad either. Yeah, and, and you know when we first started, Hulu had nothing. Like, That's there right. Was no it was really hard coming. for us to find stuff to do for Hulu. And we've, I mean, there's, those three have been in, what, the last six months? When did Palm Springs come out? Maybe it was longer. No, Palm Springs was, I think, almost towards, like, the middle of uh, the pandemic starting, right? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Mordok's fine. Uh, go watch it. I think it's very funny. It's not going to be something you're going to want to sit and binge, I don't think. Don't get a Hulu subscription for it. Yeah, I agree with all those sentiments. Streamable, not bingeable. Agreed. All right. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.